Did you know improving your communication can double your net worth? Just because it's not your title doesn't mean you're not in sales. You are. Lloyd Day created and has taught this communication training for 30 plus years. Macy McNeely, Lloyd's daughter, and Catherine Schubert, a founding student, were struggling entrepreneurs who, after going under his wing and seeing their businesses quadruple, knew that this was the missing piece for so many others. That's how the Guide Culture Training started and has taught over 500 students in just two short years. Sales is guiding people into a decision that is best for them. Guide Culture is not sales training, it's life training. We are a group of completely bought-in sales professionals who persuade for good. Here are your hosts, Macy, Loy, and Catherine. This has been a really uh, juicy podcast. Kat and I uh, just wrapped up and wanted to do a little intro because it is like, we really reflected here, didn't we, Kat? Mm -hmm. We talked about 2020 and uh, talked about some things that went really well, some things that did not go so well, some things that we really wish that we didn't do or did do, and what we are changing for 2021. I think it's going to be really valuable for you. Yeah, it's a little bit of a big sister time. Yeah. Because it's not often that we even share what we're doing Mm because we're like, no, cares let's just talk about what's valuable to them Mm -hmm. but this really was a whole lot of stuff yeah that learned that taught a lot of lessons yeah absolutely and you should know that today at 3 30 p.m eastern time this is january the 19th 2021 guide culture opens it's the brand new 2021 program the eight week program we are going to go all into what's in that eight week program at the very end if you have been on the fence you've been listening to the podcast you've been thinking about it i actually just had a call with somebody who said i've been listening to the podcast and i have felt such a pull like i can't Mm. stop thinking about it i just know that this is a good fit for me I just need to make sure you know Mm -hmm. and I just thought man there's probably so many people that feel that pull and they just need almost like the permission of like it's okay just to feel the pull and know that this is for you that's so true that's so normal a lot of people actually feel that way Mm -hmm. uh and the spots are super limited last time over 115 people signed up in just a few days and we only have 79 seats open right now and for the full quarter for the full quarter for the full q1 uh and over 400 people on the wait list and so go ahead and get this in your calendar, a set an alarm. In fact, you can turn off this podcast and come message us. Like yeah. that's how urgent it kind of is. It is. If you want to just make sure it's a good yeah. fit, just mm-hmm. pause it and go ahead and DM us and see if it's a good fit so you can be ready. Uh, but we cannot wait to see so many of you in. We are in lab uh, this round and we are really pumped about it. I hope you love this podcast. It's a really juicy one. Uh, let us know if you agree with anything, if you what parts you enjoyed. And uh, we'll see you in the Instagram DM. Let's take a look back. We are not going to talk about 2020 in the way, maybe the way that you are used to hearing about 2020. It's just a coincidence that this happens to be what we're talking about because uh, what would probably be helpful for everyone who's a business owner listening to this is honestly what we did in 2020 that worked and what didn't work. Mm -hmm. No matter what year it is, there's gonna be stuff you learn, stuff you wish you didn't do, stuff you're glad you did, stuff you learned from, like just things that happened. And as friends and champions of online entrepreneurs, we just really wanted to share what worked and what did not work. Yeah, we've been feeling a little reflective, haven't we, Kat? I would say. 
So uh, we're going to reflect with you a little bit. And probably at the very end, we're going to talk through like the number one thing that helped us the most. Yeah. And what's funny is if you know us well, if you've taken our training, then you know, we don't really believe in looking back too, too much. No, we don't. Just a, li- just a little bit. Uh, a lot happened last year as far mm-hmm. as what we've tried. I know I was new to the team for like a full year. That's crazy. And so it was just a lot of learning on everyone's part. And so, like I said, this isn't about you know, 2020, this is about just learning in general. Yeah. So, All right. So, yep. uh, things that didn't go so well yes. that we've, that, not that didn't go so well, that, that we just learned lessons from. That's true. You know, maybe, maybe like people would say do this mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you're have these high expectations i think that's kind of the problem with everything yeah. we're about to say is mm-hmm. the amount of excitement and expectations that just kind of get let down and mm-hmm. honestly it's good because now you can hear about how some things are just not rosy yeah. like the industry makes you think they are yeah so what's interesting is uh sometimes you watch people and you and you think man if i just like copy and paste what they do if, right. if i just do that it'll work for me too lol and that's just not the case and we've learned that the hard way big mm-hmm. time this year mm-hmm. and uh and it's it's honestly been great because we're like oh we're different we're special yeah we're, re- we're unique let's lean into that yeah and it's given us dang um, that's so true true like yeah. honestly what we did a lot last year was try to be like everyone else try to copy and paste yeah mm-hmm. man that's kind of sad yeah <laughs> it's kind of sad okay so let's just get started okay so the, number one the first thing and honestly this kicked off the year for both of us because mm-hmm. we had made some decisions at the end of 2019 to do some stuff separately because mm-hmm. we were kind of two entities at one time and mm-hmm. now we are one yep um but we both had signed up for coaches and masterminds that were on two totally different belief paths and had two totally different methods and structures to their programs. Yeah. Um, and while, mm-hmm. and so that's how we started, both of us started the first quarter of 2020 mm-hmm. that way. Yeah. Mine was for a quarter at a time. And I think yours was a quarter yeah, too. Was, exactly. Mm-hmm. It was quarter. Yeah. What's interesting, what I learned probably the most here is um, how much kind of like beliefs are important Yes. with a, with a coach or a mentor. Mm-hmm. In my head, I was like, oh, I know we don't align on some things, but it's, you know, he's all business. So I'll just be business with him. Right. Uh, but turns out those beliefs are so rooted in decisions mm-hmm. that um, it just didn't, it just didn't. And guy culture is a very belief based business. So super. if you find yourself being very belief rooted, mm-hmm. I mean, not just even faith, but the belief in, yeah. you know, one of our beliefs is skill to spirit. Like yeah. the spirit has to be in everything that happens. Mm-hmm. It can't just be, we'll pay for this and let it go. Right. As such as like ads or something. But mm-hmm. anyway, that's, and what happened with my first quarter mastermind coaching situation was the opposite. The beliefs were there. They were. That was, so it was like the opposite. And I mean, honestly, as it turned out, I just didn't need what um, it provided mm-hmm. I thought it would be more hands-on coaching and that's not anyone's fault but mine oh yeah you know, it's we, all our fault it's nobody's just, fault but yeah we just grew yeah we yeah anyways it was just interesting so if you honestly have a business partnership which we'll talk more about later mm-hmm. I really encourage you to grow together mm-hmm. and not on two parallel paths because the more when it comes to certain stuff the more you divide and conquer the more you kind of just divide and you don't learn together. Isn't so that the truth. Um, yeah, I think um, we, we kind of made the decision after that first quarter that we're not going to work with anybody for a minute. Right. Because it was our fault. It was 100% out. It was like we made the decision. You know, yes. no one forced us to make decisions here. Right. Um, but I, I, kinda, I don't even think I've told you this, but 
you know, when you first think about like working with somebody, you're like, oh, I wonder if we can do it together. If it can, you know, right. And I've just decided I'm going to pay whatever I need to pay to make sure everybody is in on the same thing. Mm-hmm. If that's Natty, if that's Corb, that's me right. too. I don't know, but we have all got to be on the same page yes. or else nothing works. Yeah. It just it's doesn't. It's so much more fun. Yeah. 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 So, so that, grow together. Grow together. And and make sure that you really are honest with yourself about what you need, what your pain points are, and making sure that that coach or mastermind or whatever mm-hmm. truly fits that, mm-hmm. like has proof of solving your problem. Yeah. Yes. Associating with the right people mm-hmm. is amazing yeah. and getting in communities amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just depends on what you need at the and time. And you know what else is really interesting? I mean, I paid a pretty penny. You paid a pretty, pretty, mm-hmm. pretty penny for both these things. And I'm so happy to do that. A lot of times, and I don't think we've talked about this on a podcast yet, but you and I have talked about it, that people think they need a coach mm-hmm. or a mentor. Yeah. And they really need to like hire some help, like a service provider, like a service to, provider, mm-hmm. or they need help with the systems or they yeah. need, they don't need someone to cheer them on. They need skills or they need extra so hands. Um, so really just like, don't be pulled to hire somebody to cheer you on when you, you know what to do. That's so true. Like just being consistent be honest and like so self-aware about what you need. Mm-hmm. Cause just to be honest, we spent over $30,000 total together just, just on for that, just, just for that 12 just, weeks just those <laughs> not two for the things. year yeah so that's just full transparency mm-hmm. that um the that yes yeah pray about it do the right thing be self-aware mm-hmm. yes yes but sometimes and, it is the right thing for oh you. yes so, one million percent yeah okay so then the next thing it honestly leads right into uh-huh. because it was like the end of the first quarter of 2020 mm-hmm. uh was when the pandemic hit mm-hmm. and so what Something that we learned, and I wasn't—I was on a cruise ship in the middle of the ocean when you, you were decided stranded. This. So tell tell what you did. I mean, we just—you um, know—people were uh, people were panicking. I was panicking. You were pretty calm. <laughs> you felt calm to me. You like had a steady in your voice. Okay, that's good. You did, uh, but we, people people were panicking, and we just sat down in a meeting and just kind of looked at each other, and and I think Loy was actually the one. That was just like, hey, you just got to double down. You just have to double down. You cannot stop. And, you know, people are still telling us to this day that they're frozen from March of 2020 and right. into 2021. They're still frozen from that day. Right. And that was a lesson I will just never forget that when things get weird, double down. So we yeah. did podcast. This is more of like a thing that w- went well. It really it's more of a lesson, I guess. But we did podcasts every day. I, I did Instagram lives every day. I think you did. You were on a cruise ship that week when it was happening. You were literally on a cruise ship. So you, you had no Wi-Fi. <laughs> and, um, what else did we do? I think the main thing was that podcast every single day. Crazy. That was huge mm-hmm. for us and just supporting people. You know what's interesting about what didn't happen when the one of the big words from last year's pivot. Mm-hmm. And so you you guys had actually decided to double down, not pivot. Yeah. Right. Where everyone's like, hey, just like pivot and do something different. Mm-hmm. I guess pivoting hadn't even come into the yeah. world. Well, I mean, yet. if you do events, you have to pivot. Exactly. So that came later. The yeah. doubling down on value came, mm-hmm. which is cool. Yeah. That was an interesting lesson. And so, what the lesson here is like, nothing is new under the sun, right? Things so true. are always going to happen. And you can actually expect that with a like a joyful heart because when you're rooted and grounded, you, you actually can double down on serving people. Yes, it may look different. The container may look different, but you can always know that you can double down mm-hmm. and not worry about like, oh, well, what are, what is the circumstance? Like, mm-hmm. honestly, the circumstances are always going to be changing. Exactly so just right. know that you have control mm-hmm. over how, how your heart is to serve people. And I got to say, you know who benefited out of that more than anybody? 
me because I was so focused and not distracted mm-hmm. by the scary stuff right. and and it forced me to be so to be more valuable so mm-hmm. that I could serve people more and so well, you might be listening to this and thinking there's no way I would ever be able to do that it was so hard it was so hard I just want you to know when you really put out some awesome stuff and really become more valuable you benefit way more than you benefit other people mm-hmm. and that's definitely not the goal to for you to like be better you know but when you have the heart of serving, you come out of this being like, man, that was so worth it. Mm-hmm. You'll never like go hard and help somebody and think that, dang, that wasn't worth it. Yeah. Never. It's the coolest thing. Yeah. Okay. Oh. So another thing, and this kind of like goes, this is interesting um, because this kind of goes with a couple of things that I didn't, uh, we actually didn't write down, but it just kind of popped in my brain. Partnerships, mm-hmm. affiliates. Oh yeah, that's true. Goodness. And like, and someone else kind of selling for you oh my gosh you know right. that whole that whole thing is kind of like one arena yeah uh we noticed that a lot of people were partnering they were they had a lot of affiliates mm-hmm. or they had like a sales team where they were delegating a bunch of sales call or the sales activities or like they would say hey get on a call with have them get on a call with someone else and they will like close them because i mean one thing you'll hear a lot of people say is like, Hey, see if you can get out of everything so that you can go and do replace yourself. And you do want to replace mm-hmm. yourself, right? You want to be able to replace yourself so that you can go be better and do bigger and things a hundred percent. And so, uh, that was something that was interesting for us. We were like, Hey, let's partner like with people and then let's have affiliates and let's hire someone to only do sales calls basically. Mm-hmm. And that just like did not work. None no, of it worked for us. And I'm not really worked. sure what it was, but it's just, I think it goes back to the spirit. Yeah, I was going to say. Mm-hmm. Um, of things sometimes seem like opportunities and they seem like it's going to be easier mm-hmm. when it's actually such a distraction because it becomes more of a systems thing and it becomes more of a communication issue. Communication and, issue. Mm-hmm. And it's not as easy as like, oh, just give them an affiliate link. Yeah. It's not that easy. And if, if that is how some people think, then that's not oh, how yeah. we wanted to think at least. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Because the, what we're saying when we say skill the spirit is, does the person who's touched really feel the spirit of what's happening? Yeah. Do they really feel the belief? Is that transferred? Mm-hmm. Um, and is everyone like really on the same page? Mm-hmm. And that just takes time. It really does. So one day, maybe in a few years, like an affiliate program will mm-hmm. bloom again, but it just did mm-hmm. not. Yeah, it almost felt like a Band-Aid. Right, it did. That wasn't solving the true problem, which was like, hey, we need to just have a really clear, strong, spirited message brand that's really mm-hmm. powerful. Right, and one of the problems when you're good at sales is that leads become your next thing. That's right. So it was around this time after that first quarter where it's like, Hey, this is not a sales problem anymore. It's actually a leads problem. Mm-hmm. And so the affiliates, like reach more people that you can't reach. Mm-hmm. That's the theory. Yeah. And another thing we really want and like our heart is, is that people share about guide culture because they love it so much. That's exactly and right. And it changed That's their so life. True. And that people, in fact, one of our kind of goals is that someone notices such a difference in someone else and asks them, Hey, mm-hmm. what happened to you? And they're mm-hmm. able to say, man, I took this course called guide culture. That mm-hmm. is our goal here. Not for someone to be like, Oh man, I hope I can make this commission, you know? Right. So I don't know. I, that not to say we won't ever do affiliates again. It just didn't work for us this year. Also, yeah. it was <clears throat> system system 
system-wise, making sure people had their links and making sure people used their links. If they didn't use their links, it was keeping track. It was like such a it mess. It fell back on Amy and all it was, kind of mess. It yeah. was a situation where we're like, yeah. hey, we're, we can't do this anymore. So that was something that didn't really, didn't really work for us. Yeah. This year, at least. Mm-hmm. We'll see. And another sexy thing that didn't work <laughs> for us. I feel like affiliates are sexy. So yeah. um, ads ads yeah are sexy yeah at least they feel sexy yeah and they just were a big weird blob it's been a really long on-ramp of learning mm-hmm. and a really huge learning curve because the thing of what's so interesting about ads is like it really does take someone who lives in that world 100 percent of the time to do it mm-hmm. you unless you're living in the ads world you really don't need to be doing it that's kind of a belief that i have because it changes so much the and it can and get such. it can get so out of hand so quickly so it's hard to work with like work with somebody who you don't really know what you're talking about and you hope that you're, you're speaking a different with, language you're, and you're trying to different make languages. Some, one mission happen it's so weird yeah so not to say we you know we won't master them one day mm-hmm. but it has just been interesting yeah very interesting and so uh, mm-hmm. we were just on a workshop call a few days ago and it was the question was asked you know what are you working on uh-huh. today uh-huh. you know for your business since you have this big vision oh yeah and she said well i'm gonna work on ads or i'm gonna what you said we turn start on ads we start or turn ads. them on yeah and so there's just i mean gosh with everything in life there's a perception that there's a switch mm-hmm. we're actually gonna talk about another one and oh like one second but yeah. a switch that people say you can just turn on yeah and everything rolls and i want just create this one thing and then yeah you know there's a domino effect and mm-hmm. we're just here to tell you it it don't be like that it don't be like that goodness and and yeah. honestly guys like um like tens of thousands of dollars were spent on ads i mean tens of thousands of dollars yeah that will never I'm, get I'm like back. ashamed to say the real <laughs> yeah it's not cute and it's yeah. not sexy and yeah what's interesting about ads for us specifically is uh for guide culture typically it takes a little bit longer to nurture and warm up people yeah so it's so not true. someone clicks it's not like someone clicks on an ad and buys guide culture right mm-hmm. then and there right so it has someone found us from an ad maybe Mm-hmm. But like, we don't really, it's hard to backtrack and be like, oh, this person found us from an ad and it took a year and now they're here unless they really tell you. I think it's kind of hard to track that. Yeah. So if you're selling like a product, I think that might be a little bit different where mm-hmm. you can see someone straight up bought from the ad and that's easier to say, hey, this is worth it or, or it isn't. So it depends on your business. And I mean, a huge goal for us is just to increase our ozone which is to increase our arms and to just have more people in it. So you can use ads. You can also use a lot of other things. Right, right. We'd be here in Clubhouse is where it's at. Yeah, it's exciting. Someone told us that they literally turned off their ads because they were getting so many leads from Clubhouse. Right. And I said, okay, that's all I need. skills. That's all I needed to hear. Yeah, we're going to talk. We have lots to talk about Clubhouse a little bit later. In April, in April, you guys, we, this was like our first, okay, so I did my first, this is before you, right. I did my first launch in December. Yes, you did, 2019. 2019, mm-hmm. and I think it went well, right? It, I, I think so. It was like good, not great. I guess. And when we say, when we say launch, we mean... Um, open the doors. Open the doors, everybody come, you know. I think it went well, but I don't think it was the actual launch that made it went well, which was like the webinar and all of that. Uh, I think it was just... 
Instagram is what, why I think it went yeah. well, you know? Right. In fact, I think the webinar was actually pretty bad. It was like two hours <laughs> long, you know? And I'll never forget. I was like, Austin, like, what do you, what do you think? He's, his first words are, I mean, it was long. And I was like, wow, I, I spent an entire year working on that. So you're in the doghouse now for a minute. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, so that was our first. And then I think we did mm-hmm. another one together. You and I did our first one together in April. Yeah, I want to say there's one before that. Was there? I looked back at this. I don't know what had happened or who even remember. came, but uh, but yes. it was it was right. March was COVID, and then we did one in April, yeah. and it totally failed. <laughs> like we put all our eggs in that basket. Like for zero a people bought zero. Okay, when you and if you've taken guide culture, like that doesn't make sense. People does, love guide culture, all right? Well. So. <laughs> So what happened is I think um, like the messaging had to be right based on the events in the world and it just wasn't right. We tried. But when a certain amount of people sign up for a webinar, a certain amount of people are on the webinar, it should work out that a percentage science. of those buy. Like you can break this down to a science, right? So we're like celebrating, you know, we go out for a walk afterwards. We're so excited. We're like waiting for our phones to start going off and they don't. I said, I can't wait to get our grade back. It was like a test. You know, I can't wait to get our grade back. How well did we do? Well, yeah. not well. And uh, it was not, it was not pretty. And so we are going to talk about in things that did go well, what we did to save ourselves. Yeah. We say it actually turned out to be like the second or third highest month. It did. Because of one thing. Yeah. So we're going to talk about that in just a second, but it, it was just, this is one of those things where people say, Hey, just do this and it'll work. Like the numbers will add up. Right. The, We've been told that a lot, a lot about really so annoying. much. And it just has not been the case. It's actually so much more to it. So honestly, just coming to terms with that in 2020 and kind of anticipating the struggle of doing it well eventually has mm-hmm. been huge for us. Yep. Which yep. kind of leads us into the next thing. Yep. The next one, um, I think most or many online entrepreneurs have probably heard this word before. And that is evergreen it. Just evergreen. Just evergreen it. Just turn it on evergreen. And what that means is that it runs itself. It just yeah. lives in the internet universe and people, people find it. People find it and they watch the thing or they click the thing and then they buy the thing and it's just running on autopilot in your sleep in your sleep so you make sales in your sleep because something is evergreened it's a very interesting word for a very yeah mysterious and yeah. i mean you can evergreen anything like you could f- pre-film instagram stories and like quote evergreen it by uploading them later you know what i'm saying yeah setting on like a timer or right. auto anything not evergreen is anything that's happening live does that make sense? Right. So like this podcast is technically like evergreen because anybody could listen to it anytime and we don't have to be. So weird. See, it's too much. So it's you can, you much. can use the word evergreen really, yeah. really. Um, the opposite of evergreen is clubhouse. That's you right. have to be live. You have to be listening when it's happening. You cannot listen to it any other time. That is the opposite. So evergreen is, but you know, there's definitely a formula to evergreen sales. I think. <laughs> So we've been told. So we've been told that, oh, just just put together a funnel, you know? Um, And it's just not that simple. In fact, we've been listening to a guy named Steve Larson, who uh, his podcast is called Launch for Profit, and he's awesome. But he talks about how he's done, you know, 100 funnels until they really work. Mm -hmm. He like puts his life, his life's work into making funnels happen and people just be trying to do it on the side. Right. Casually Mm -hmm. just turning it on while they also market themselves, deliver their service, create their content, create their product. And you just can't, you have to be all in really mastering a funnel for it to really, for it to really work. Yeah. And 
I just had this epiphany yeah. based on what I've learned from Steve is that people think that funnels are mm-hmm. all are all evergreen stuff. Right. When w- you can funnel energy, the like you can do live stuff as part of a funnel. Just yes. because it's not evergreen does make it not a funnel. Right. And we're actually going to talk about how uh, like a live funnel did mm-hmm. work. And basically it's like, hey, what is the point of entry? And what is the point of sale? What's in between that? Uh-huh. Think about it like a line, like a, you know, literally a funnel uh-huh. getting narrowing people down into a sale yeah. that's all it is but anyway people made it seem like okay we'll pay for the ad create this create this yeah. send an email and they buy you know what it's just not like that i think he's talked about so he used to work for click funnels which is russell brunson if you don't know who he is he's like the king of funnels basically yeah. so he used to make funnels for russell brunson yes, he did and he has said you know the funnel isn't what worked for russell it was everything he was doing to push people to create the, the energy campaigning. the campaigning which is exactly what you just said that's what made the funnel work yeah um but of course there's got to be remember the word the campaign funnel. and energy yeah. as we talk into what did go well yes because there's there's just a lot yeah happened yeah, yeah. Um, another thing that we are going to do so much better in 2021, we created so many new things and we had a lot of big projects, yeah. didn't we, Kat? Yeah. It was actually super fun. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. We called it like our polishing year yeah. when honestly now, now I know that this is actually a polishing year. Last yeah. year was like creating it. Mm-hmm. Um, so Daily Deposit was rebranded, New. which was a lot of work. Yeah. Um, created a bunch of assets, like, you know, really lengthy PDFs that were mm-hmm. designed. Mm-hmm. And opt-ins. Yeah, making sure people could get into, like, you know, the email list and receive value and such like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, created Needle Movers. Yep. Created a Facebook group. Yep. Created. Academy. Academy. Mm-hmm. My goodness. Talk about, speaking of funnels, there's a lot of assets that have to be made for funnels. Yeah. Like 20-something emails that need to work yeah that need to be true so that's a lot yeah um ads creating ads is is you know an animal just mm-hmm. a lot of assets we made a lot yeah. of assets and so um what we've learned is that there is such a thing as value overwhelm which we're going to talk about in just yeah, a second so and when you put out so many like free things if people aren't able to actually catch up on all the free things they start to feel frustrated and just kind of give up almost yeah. and just like well i'm not going to download anything else because i still have so many things that i need to work on or i'm not going to buy what they offer because i can't even consume their free stuff so one thing we're really going to work on in 2020, actually, we're not creating anything new in 2021, right? right? That's Get a little right. pow pow. <laughs> um, and we are really creating energy towards the few awesome free resources that we do have. Yep. So not creating much of new ones, but keeping it tight. Yeah. Making sure people actually are served. Yeah. Because there's this concept that is like, what is the word? Like you're indulging yourself yeah. because you know you can create doesn't mean yeah. and we're not talking about instagram posts we're talking about just like yeah you know long free trainings and mm-hmm. stuff like are people truly receiving value before you go move on to make the next one this is exactly right and uh we're working with a copy coach but she's more than that uh, she's our family her name's danny and uh she's really taught us hey don't just make something just to make something like make sure it's reverse engineered into a purpose and that has been because i just like want to like honestly the doubling down where we just create a podcast every day i'm like i just want to like, help people there's no means to an end there's no it means to an end people. and in the moment like that's what needed it to happen right mm-hmm. uh but it's easy to carry that energy with you everywhere you go You're like oh let me just make that for you let me just let me just make something and it'll help people but it's actually not helping people right right because what can happen is if um your value is too scattered 
then people aren't really served because they don't know where they're going. Yeah. Um, so that's what's really cool about leadership is you're actually walking in like one direction yeah. consistently and people know why they're following you yeah. and where you're going because you keep telling them, well, here's where we're going. That's right. Just, you know, follow mm-hmm. and we're going to go. And that's really, really cool. Yeah. Um, that's good. Yeah. Okay. Now all the things that went very well. Yes. And you can learn from these too. One million percent. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, one thing that's just exciting um, is we opened our space in January. Oh, officially. We had our first in-person. We got to do a January, February, March in-person. God knew. God knew. And uh, that has been, and I've talked a little bit about this, about, you know, it has really helped us go faster. Mm-hmm. I think more than just having a space for in-person events having a space for the team yeah. has been life-changing for us. Mm-hmm. Don't you think? Oh yeah. It just creates, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but just being together and to have a home, like this is our home. Mm-hmm. We have a kitchen that feels like home. We mm-hmm. have blankets, we have heaters, we have, you know, lattes on the reg. It just creates an energy that just cannot be replaced. Yeah. And so what, like anyone can take away from this is whenever live stuff is more mainstream again, mm-hmm. however much you can get with people, the oh quicker gosh. you're going to build connection and connection builds trust. And people, you know, are like bought into people that they trust, right? Whether you're their leader, their friend, their parent, or like whatever, like get with the people. That's right. Because that closeness really does foster relationship, which makes moves. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course this goes for business owners who want to talk about, about what they do with more people. Mm-hmm. Live mm-hmm. events are not going anywhere mm-hmm. because humans don't change. Right. Right. It's an unchanging thing where people want to be with people. Mm-hmm. And of course we pivot when we need to, but just know that. Yeah. Just be encouraged that however you can make it work um, mm-hmm. in the future. Yeah. Try. And honestly, when things are more mainstream, if you need a space to, yeah. like if you have a mastermind coming and you want everybody to come to a place, you are welcome to use. Oh, yeah. Reach uh, out. Reach out. We can set up some sort of situation where you use the training space. You can film. You yeah. can record. Record. You have your, all your audio really good. We have screens. Um, Photo studio. We're right beside some popping areas. Uh, so true. Gosh. Called Avalon. So if you need a really popping space to be able to have a mastermind or to do some like workshop stuff, you this is honestly the perfect place for you. It's true. Um, I also will say... One thing that I think has scaled the spirit a lot, it kind of started with the in-person things mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah. And then had that momentum has just carried online. Mm-hmm. But that has been really cool just to have this like deep connections with our students. They're mm-hmm. not just an You Instagram don't forget handle. your in-person students. You never forget them. They're so special mm-hmm. to us. So, so true. Uh, that's, that's one of those things that doesn't seem like um, maybe it doesn't even seem worth it possibly when you look at the cost and the energy and the time I'm here to tell you it's incredibly worth it mm-hmm. definitely do it okay another thing that was awesome that we did was a uh, winter circle which yes. is our free Facebook community and that has been super fun hasn't it oh it's been I don't know what words we used back in August when it was launched but it was so refreshing yeah it was just joyful and felt like the right people were there. The mm-hmm. energy was right. The positivity, the camaraderie, mm-hmm. um, the challenges that went on. It was just so fun, I think, for everybody. Mm-hmm. And I know that that was like wind in mm-hmm. my sails. Uh, big time. And people, this is one of the things that people say, have a Facebook group, a yeah. free Facebook oh, group. Oh, right. Just do it. Just, just, just do it. Just and it has not felt right for us for so long. So true. And then something happened in 2020 where we you're like, we're going, we're I, going in. You know what this. I think it was? And the 
truly like the value of um, a, a group mm-hmm. is that you're not talking at people anymore. You're talking with people. That's what so it is. So they get to talk back and, yeah. and live, you know, um, moment, live, what, what am I saying? Like live action, like whatever. Person conversation. Type of thing. Yeah. And people can post. So it's just not this one way conversation that Instagram can feel like sometimes. It is a two way conversation. Super fun. People get to know each other. Mm-hmm. So if you've ever thought, and I've heard people call their Instagram a community before, and that's mm-hmm. great, mm-hmm. but community is not. When it's you and your follower, Mm -hmm. it's when follower to follower gets connected. And that can only happen in a group like a Facebook group. Mm -hmm. So a Facebook group doesn't just work because you create it. It works when you foster it with the right beliefs and um, added value where people just know that they're meant to be there and they're amongst the right people. Yeah. It's been really fun. Been feeling like really excited to have trainings in there and have yeah. workshops in there. And not that I don't feel excited for stuff, but I've just been really feeling a type it. Feels of way. like you're with like your people. It when feels you're like my home. Yeah. So it's like we're safe here, almost. You know. Yeah. We all get each other. Mm-hmm. And uh, then winter winter circle kind of fostered into needle movers. Now, yep. if you know what needle movers is, it is a um, it is a whole person approach to really moving the needle in your life. And what's also interesting, this is another, honestly, the theme of this is like copy and paste and how it doesn't work or it does work mm-hmm. either. Like, so let me give you an example. So anyone that would look at our quote program suite or mm-hmm. product suite, as they, as they say, they would say, Hey, you need a lower ticket item. Mm-hmm. They've been telling us that since the beginning. Right. And we have stood our ground of like, hey, we don't create things just to have a lower ticket item. Yeah. It's got to matter. It's going to yeah. mean They're something. They're basically saying, hey, prove yourself before people spend whatever they need to spend on your guide right. culture course. And I'm just like, I cannot do that. I cannot just whip out something just for kicks and giggles because someone told me it's to. Right. And you feel that way too. We yeah. just are like, no. Mm-hmm. But it's always, and same with winter circle. It's like, we're not just going to do something just because someone. Like, don't tell us what to do. Basically, it needs to be right. It needs to feel right. It needs to be the right time. Mm -hmm. There needs to be a clear need and we have Mm -hmm. a clear solution. Um, And needle movers, it was so clear. And it was, in fact, we whipped this out. It was like birthing a baby. It was like it happened out of love. And then it, and then it happened so fast. It did. It did. It happened fast because we were in such flow and such momentum. And it was around that time daily deposit got created and Mm -hmm. it was like, how do we explain this to people? How do they really get it? How can they really use it? And that's why. Yes. And uh, like, I just remember Amy uh, being here and watching us film it. And she she was just like, this is so good. This is Mm -hmm. so good. She was so fired up about it. I was like, I know it's so good. Like this is going to help so many people and it has helped so many people. And um, so that has been really cool uh, to, to also help people really kind of get in the right frame of mind for guide culture. Mm -hmm. Um, Guide culture really, I mean, it's an inside out game with guide culture and needle movers really kind of foster that and helps you get there really well. So, honestly it's helping people win in guide culture it's helping people win not in guide culture yeah so it's been really cool yeah why is academy always coming last academy was created in april i don't know (laughs) well something else that went well was creating a membership program yeah for our guide culture students who want to continue on uh, continue with being in the community Mm -hmm. um sharpening skills Mm -hmm. and really never being done growing yeah it's been really cool so it's the this also was a love baby because uh percent yeah because our students were it was very clear that they were like hey okay i'm done but now what that's what if they were asking us they were looking to us like saying now what and we're like just use it what do you mean use it yeah and it just wasn't enough that people just needed a little bit more and 
here, and here's the thing, okay? Talk, let's go back to the program suite. Everybody be talking about a product suite. Right. People are like, have a lower in a ticket, ticket and then have a mastermind. Do a mastermind. And we played with the idea of a mastermind for a long time. Did we not? M- about months. Months, months and months. And we're months. like, okay, what would... And typically you charge like upwards of 20000 sometimes for like a six-month mastermind potentially. Sure. And that was just like weird. I don't know. It just didn't... Something was not right. We were not fired up about it. Every time we went to work on it, it was like... There was just a wall it's like there. like, who, who's this for? Like, what's the ideal there whatever it, feel, it feels weird it feels weird and one of our beliefs it feels too exclusive it's yeah, not, yeah it just i don't know but uh one of our beliefs is that guide culture and really sales skills they just take time mm-hmm. they take time there is no way around that the second that you are not in it is it's if you don't use it you lose it it's like anything in life you know what's so funny and huh. we we're big believers in grit mm-hmm. uh, like we have a grit formula it's a growth mindset with a reason for why you're doing it with intensity over time that that's is right. grit to us yeah. and so when the opposite of grit is like microwave that's right right <clears throat> so honestly grits on the stove are better than grits in a microwave okay southern people hello <laughs> so like we are basically doing crock pot oven stove right. cooking over right. here and we are grannies in the kitchen were gr- on the stove people that's exactly right and so our belief is like hey this needs to be a crock pot yeah this cannot be a microwave yeah wave and so the best way to do that was through a membership program with academy so that's a monthly content uh labs one-on-one labs as well as group labs and the calls have just been so freaking good yeah and i feel like the content has been really good and um just continued support to our people yeah so if you have a maybe you sell a product and you're like hey i really believe people can value like win with ongoing support just find a way to make it super fair Mm -hmm. and make it super valuable so that they know why they're there what's the mission what's the goal Mm -hmm. um, of why they're in so just get really clear on that and know that a membership is a great thing when it's built correctly yeah absolutely number five number five this was interesting this was interesting tell them kitty so um in the first three quarters of the year guide culture and honestly the whole year before that Guide culture was sold monthly, except for two months out of the year. Okay. Now, I don't know how that feels when you hear it, but what is the case when you are selling like that is that no one feels urgency and you're basically selling, um, you're actively opening the doors three weeks out of each month where you can really only stop talking about the offer for one week. Yeah, it's a lot. It's interesting. So the point is that um, too much availability is almost like value overwhelm. People just don't make a deci- decision at all. So something that we did in um, August, September time is decide that we would only open quarterly from then on. So Guide Culture was open in September um, and it completely sold out mm-hmm. for that whole quarter because we genuinely were like, we have to close. We yeah. cannot keep going on like this. Um, and there's actually a whole lot of cool things that happened as a result of this. But mm-hmm we decided to only open quarterly. Mm-hmm. And so which uh, was really scary, very scary because you think, well, isn't more better? Like, mm-hmm. isn't more options better? Mm-hmm. And what, what was happening is that people just didn't, they weren't investing mm-hmm. in, um, they weren't making a decision because yeah. there's just too many options. So, yeah. yeah. And because, uh, we had a little bit of breathing room in the quarter yeah. where we weren't necessarily selling, which if you're selling something, you know how much energy mm-hmm. and just kind of like you can't think about anything else but selling when mm-hmm. you're selling. Yep. Uh, but we were able to make things so much better for the students for the students in 2021 because we could breathe and think. Yeah. So we're going to talk about that um, in just a second. But that has been 
so scary mm-hmm. and yet so amazing. Right. So you know, as a business owner, that sales are the lifeblood to your business. If you don't sell, you don't make money, you can't feed your family, you can't reinvest, you can't yeah. grow. Right? It's just a problem. If there's, You can't build a website if you don't have sales. That's right. Or you shouldn't, at yeah. least. Now, just this morning, I was listening to Power of Positive Leadership by John mm-hmm. Gordon. And he says, now we talk about this in the training, the reptile brain, which mm-hmm. is your amygdala, people. Your amygdala. Okay. <laughs> reptile brain. Yeah. And then you have your thinking brain, which is your neocortex, right. which that's the brain that has gratitude and mm-hmm. logic and all this kind of stuff. Well, when you are living in this, like, well, I got to sell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have to keep my business afloat. Yeah. You are living from that reptile brain. Wow. And so what happens is you like just don't make quality decisions when you're thinking about survival because your reptile brain's thinking about survival. Mm-hmm. So the opposite of living in survival mode is giving yourself space mm-hmm. to really just dream and to think. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know who needs to hear this. I don't care if you're network marketing or if you have... Mm-hmm a product, there might be a need for you to go in seasons with how you talk about your product, Mm -hmm. uh, whether that's quarterly, bi-monthly, which is every other month. Like, I don't know what you need to do, Mm -hmm. but give yourself space so that you're not always working for that next Mm to-do. Because living in that to-do box is like, it's literally not good for you as a person to build connections. Connections are not important when you're trying to freaking not drown. That's exactly right. And your goal as a leader is to connect with people. And so that is the true benefit of what the quarterly system Mm -hmm. did was give us space to make things be thoughtful and Mm -hmm. make things better for the students. And so we'll talk about the results of that. And that was Kat's call there and she made a really good call. So I'm really thankful for you making us do that. (laughs) I was so nervous. It's crazy. (laughs) Uh, Something else has been really fun as reels and TikTok. It has been such a refreshing way to get attention. Yeah. And to get some new eyes Mm -hmm. um, on the brand and to build those connections. Yeah. And also has brought people that are not aligned with us and you know yeah it's just interesting so it's been an interesting situation i'm sure if you've kind of quote gone viral quote um we've had just like a few reels that did really really well Mm -hmm. and it brings awesome people yeah and it brings people that just don't vibe yeah it's been interesting and like i said in the beginning when you have when you don't have a sales problem like you know you can close a sale Mm -hmm. then it turns into a leads problem because it's supply and demand like what do you need Mm -hmm. versus what you can deliver some people have a ton of great exposure but they can i mean over a hundred thousand followers and they just Mm -hmm. do not have the sales skills i have met people people like that we truly have Mm -hmm. and so everyone kind of falls in different camps yeah but just know that they're both important mm-hmm. exposure for leads yeah. and actually closing the sale. So you can, yeah. we your actually met someone at an event. She had like $150,000, I mean, followers and, uh, she had like a $10 ebook. She couldn't sell. Crazy. And, and it was simply a disconnect that her follow. It was such a simple thing that could be fixed. Yep. Um, but leads were not her problem clearly. So, yeah, so wild. interesting. So in the last quarter of 2020, we weren't selling and we just decided, God, Kind of not not on the fly, but because another little, baby was born. Another baby was born of where we just redid guide culture. Okay, I have to say how this started. <laughs> Tell them. So I don't know what happened. I think I one day in a meeting was like, "Hey, Loy and Macy, can we just like sit down and talk through the notes and the slides?" Because yeah. I didn't create the training, but I teach it, and of course, it's like my child. Yeah. Um, but let's just like all get on the same page. So if Macy has a baby in May, which yeah. she is, then I can teach for her. Yeah. Like we can interchange each other because we fully understand each other's material. Yeah. As we go through it, we're realizing like, wow, we actually have new thoughts about this. We have, and they're not different thoughts. They are 
new thoughts. Like advanced thoughts. More advanced. Yeah, there's some advanced thoughts. So the four-week training turned into eight weeks because we knew people really just need to advance these thoughts while they are in the program. Mm-hmm. So that took a lot of thinking. We thought through that a lot because it was like, hey, do we just ask, do we give them the option to add four weeks with like a hundred dollar addition or Mm -hmm. what do we do to make sure that people really, 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 really win? Yeah. Um, And so it took a lot of thinking. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you have followed our stories during those couple weeks, but we did not leave some table, our table. And that was once we decided what was happening. Kind of. I know. We went through it. Oh my gosh. Page by page. We redrew it in good notes. We, 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 oh my gosh. And if you know our training, you know, the, the workbook is like thick, man, it is thick. (laughs) And then we refilmed the whole thing, which is 12 sessions, 12 sessions. And, and sweet Natty is editing the whole thing. It is just a situation that I was so honored to do. And I know you were too. It's funny. And it, it wasn't, like a logical decision? No. Because it didn't make sense, if you're, honestly. If you even heard me say the thing about the quarter decision, you're like, oh, well, that's cool. You only have to sell four times a year. It's actually really scary mm-hmm. because you have these four opportunities instead of 10, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. it's actually feels like less opportunity. And mm-hmm. now pivoting everything to see, well, how do we, how do we get more people in each quarter? Mm-hmm. Because, because it's eight as weeks. Of, as of the, four at weeks. Yeah. the time, it, we only had the capacity for 40 people per, per month month when it was four weeks right yeah and just because you just because you decide to make it an eight-week train doesn't mean you have capacity for it right so so we were going from hey we can have 120 people per quarter to we can have like 40 people per quarter right so logically uh, and it's not smart if you if you have a calculator you might do some math and be like wow that's not you just work. cut your revenue in a third yeah so we had to really move some pieces around and we f- have figured out to but honestly it's we are pulling back in a big way yeah uh, to be able to help people go deeper yeah and uh and, and that's part of that is a perfect example of scaling the spirit mm-hmm. of like hey this is not going to bring this is not a money-making decision at all but it is going to have uh people who win more yeah we're just going to have such a stronger spirit so it's yeah. gonna be so worth it mm-hmm. always go for the longevity decision over the money yeah. decision yeah for sure uh another thing that was really helpful um, if you guys remember, we talked about the failed launch that happened in April. And now we're going to talk about how we recovered from that. Oh, yeah. And one thing that was really c- consistent really throughout, honestly, the last three years, mm-hmm. which is um, consistent sales content. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. we created this presentation thinking yeah. that people are going to buy and they do not yeah. for a couple of days. Right. So Which it wasn't like they had to talk to their husband or no. Or P- people are supposed to buy the first day and the last day. Yeah. The most. And that was not happening. It wasn't happening. So yeah. if you've been there, good. You know, yeah. we're all together. <laughs> yeah. So what happened was we we're like, hey, we have to just go back to what works. Mm-hmm. And so what we knew worked was selling on Instagram. Yeah. With small messages repeated over time, speaking yeah. to the right people and the mm-hmm. and with the right value. Mm-hmm. Um, really basically presented yeah. correctly. Yeah. Um, packaged correctly so that people really heard what we were trying to say and what we really believed for them Mm -hmm. and their business. I mean, it was a very crucial time. We really believed that online business was like the way in April of 2020. It's like, come on, like you can do this. And so it was through that sales content that and you know what I'm so thankful for is that we've been doing sales content for three years straight. Right. And Mm -hmm. it just paid off that that week. That week it was like, well, finally it was worth it was, it was one, worth it it's you know? one of those concepts that 
you don't need it until you really need it. I mean, when you have a business, you always need it, but mm-hmm. it was urgent. It was incredibly urgent. You know, and all that prep and all that rehearsal and all that showing up, it paid off. Yeah. Just in that Crazy. one failed launch. And I really want to kind of go into okay, what do you mean when you say sales content yeah. versus valuable content? Right. Because people see that as different a lot of times. Yeah. Right. And I don't know if you've ever been told, Hey, give, get, and this goes back to value overwhelm, right? Give, 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 and then sprinkle selling or, um, give, give, give. So you have earned the chance to sell. Mm-hmm. You've earned it. And we just really believe that sales content is value content when done right. Mm-hmm. And there's a way to do it the same exact way and really have that valuable content that sells every day. Yeah. Not just when it's time to buy, not just when it's time to sell, but every single day you do, you give value while selling at the same time. And it's just the way you package it. Yep. That's all you do. You mm-hmm. package it differently. So, and and let's talk about the risk of only giving value. Yeah. What, I, what happens so when you, just when you we're only give about without this. selling? When you're, when you're the giver of value, but you're not asking for the sale, which really means that you're helping them, right? Mm-hmm. If you really believe in what you're doing, mm-hmm. then you're helping them when they buy from you. Yeah. And you just happen to benefit, which is money. It's just an exchange of thank yeah. yous. You know, that's all it is. So yeah. when you're the giver, you kind of end up being friend zoned a little bit. You know, that guy from high school who maybe was like so nice. He's the funny one, mm-hmm. but no one really dated him. Mm-hmm. He added value to your life oh, by, yeah. by like, oh, hey, I got you this at the vending machine. Or like, hey, let me, I'll pick you up and drive you to school. Or, you know, I don't know. But he added value, but wasn't clear on the intention. Right. And a you know, bit. maybe your friends end up like, hey, you know, he like wants to date you, right? You're, You're like, like, whoa, no, no, what? we were friends. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? And everyone's like, no. But the problem is that when you give, 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 and like, you're just nice and you're the funny one, but no one knows like, what are your intentions? You yeah. can become friend zone. So that's the risk of yeah. not being, uh, being kind of like that quote, you know, here's what I offer value content versus like, I'm, I'm actually here with intentions, mm-hmm. sales content mm-hmm. that actually ends up really serving people and people, mm-hmm. their light bulb goes off and like, Oh mm-hmm. my gosh, they have the answer to what mm-hmm. like I need. Yeah. And that's just, and it's not just, of it. it's not just sales content around, Hey, this is the product that I sell. It's sales content around changing people's perspectives, mm-hmm. Ideas, changing people's visions. minds. Mm-hmm. I have a little bit of an example. I was just listening to clubhouse this morning. I can't stop. Mm-hmm. And basically these people come on and like ask questions and moderators answer. And this girl is saying, Hey, I design websites and people compliment my website. Um, but they aren't hiring me. Right. They like the website and she works specifically with moms who have side hustles essentially. Mm, okay. And what I heard is she's selling that she's a website designer and that's just like not what she needs to be selling. She's selling the value of a website. She's selling the value of being a stay at home mom with a website and like she's selling the concept of what she does, not what she actually does, right. not her actual the reason for like, why does it matter? Like the root of a website. I know that a website can be what people can make a decision being on a website for five seconds. You know, mm-hmm. there is so much psychology behind a right website. We don't have a good website. We need it. <laughs> uh, but she's not selling the value of it she's selling just her offer and she could create so much sales content around the value of like the perfect website and how you can spend less time in your business when you have the right website and it can convert I mean she could go on and on and on but I could tell her sales content or her content was not around that it was not mm. selling that concept right which is sad because it's so sad she that's could all be she one of the best do. people 
is all she has to do. So when we say sales content, it's not just like buy this. Or talking about what you do. Or ta- That's not the No, point. that is not the point. The point is really understanding what people need to believe in order to buy from you and then slowly changing people's mind and campaigning that energy, mm-hmm. as Kat was talking about, yeah. uh, in the right direction so people start to be in the right frame of mind to be able to buy. Mm, amazing. But also don't be scared to talk about your offer and what you do. Oh no, goodness. Because you might know somebody, you might know some big time people that have, um, give so much value, but like you still don't even know what they sell. Do you know those people? Like <laughs> that you don't know what you can buy from them, but like you would. I, that I have a few people it's on crazy. my list and I'm like, if I just knew what they actually did, I would want to work with them. Yeah. But they just give, give, give. And they never, in fact, we have a couple of podcast reviews. They are like all good. And then there are two that say, um, you know, they talk about guide culture a lot and I'm like, thank you. That is such a good compliment <laughs> because I want, I don't want people to be confused at all. Not right. for a second right. about what happens around here. The, right. the, your sales training, people need it. It'll change their life. So don't, yeah. if people say that you talk about what you do a lot, you better say thank you. Right. I just had this flash in my head about pastors being told like you talk about Jesus too much. <laughs> Like, so oh. if you're not selling with intention what you're talking about, we're not here to be better people. We're here to That's like right. learn, yeah, you know, about Jesus. That's right. And you know what? That pa- that person, that pastor, might polarize some people, and it's yeah. like that's okay. You polarize right. people that are not right for you, which yep. is a great thing. So yeah, people without the consistent sales content over time, they get friend zoned. Yeah, it's if like, you're I like following them, but they add value, but I just like don't know how to but work as with someone them. Someone who like loves someone, which think about you know the guy who like loves the girl the or the business owner who like loves the per, their prospect who like has a problem they know mm-hmm. they can solve mm-hmm. when you love someone you you have an obligation to make your intentions known oh yeah um gosh we just didn't the interview with Tuheen. i oh, think yeah. it's gonna come out after this one yeah it is um but she is everywhere and everywhere. she's like i didn't even like uh, when by everywhere we mean youtube clubhouse she's already getting clients tiktok i mean she was everywhere, everywhere. all the time mm-hmm. and macy told her that and she said i didn't even realize it i just show up where i know like, i can help people yeah and it's just the heart behind it is everything. And so yeah. just know that is what selling is. Mm-hmm. It's that transference of like, honestly, love. Mm-hmm. And we can say belief and energy, but it, it really is because you love someone. That's right. And that's what sells more than the mm-hmm. words you say. And sometimes it does take that packaging for you to really mm-hmm. communicate that. So mm-hmm. it's cool. I've heard um, a podcast on not the same Chick-fil-A podcast that we've listened to. I've heard a different one. Oh, I think it was Lloyd talked about it. Oh. How he was saying, um, when Chick-fil-A says, how may I serve you? Mm -hmm. They're saying, how may I love you? Oh, yes. How how can I love you today? And I just love that so much. Yeah, it's so sweet. good. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we did have a selling on stories workshop and we worked with a girl a little bit. This was in Winter Circle. If you're not in Winter, Winter Circle, make sure you're in there. Uh, she was trying to sell her product on stories, but it wasn't sales content. It was like information content. Right, Kat? Yeah, who is this? Bailey. Remember oh, Bailey? yes. Yeah. yeah, she is so smart. So smart. And told us exactly what, kind of like what she offered. Mm-hmm. And it was impressive. But as a receiver who could potentially buy it and benefit, I didn't understand why it mattered. Mm-hmm. Like, what does it matter to me mm-hmm. that you have all this credential and mm-hmm. like know all this stuff about health? It wasn't connecting. It was not connecting. And I'm telling you, it's so crazy because after people learn this concept, mm-hmm. the people, the potential buyers usually say like, you're different. Yeah. And they click almost immediately. If they've been mm-hmm. watching and it hasn't been connecting, mm-hmm. it takes like a simple repackaging yeah. to, for people to connect. It's so 
crazy yeah and one of the coolest things and that's what sales content is is helping people connect to the dots so you can guide them into a decision yep that's it helping people connect the but dots. when you do it well and you do it with intention you're like unstoppable i mean we don't have the biggest platform in the world mm-hmm. but the one thing that we can, that i feel really confident in is connecting the dots for people yep. and moving those people who we do have into a decision 100 it's been huge 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 so mm-hmm. um If you are ready to really double down on your sales content, learn how to do this where it's automatic for you, where you're not even thinking about it. In fact, listening to Clubhouse and listening to people, basically what they're trying to do is stand out in this big audience of people. You only have your voice in Clubhouse. You only have your words. You only have your tone. You only have your three points, your valuable content that can be sales content at the same time. And if you are ready to do this where you don't even have to think twice, you can be listening to Clubhouse, you can be popping in and saying what you want to say, jumping on stories and connecting the dots for people so that you can move your audience into the the right direction that they need to go into. Guide culture is for you. Yeah. And 2021 doors are open today at 3.30 p.m. Eastern time. This is that eight week program that we've been talking about how it's totally different uh, in a way that you're going to really go deeper in these eight weeks, um, way more than you would possibly in the four weeks. And that's something that we just really believe that when you go deeper, you're going to go wider naturally. Yeah. You can apply the what I like to call is a transferable skill. Yeah. So the fact that Clubhouse opened and TikTok happened, it's like, oh, well, how am I just going to shift? Like, um, how I say it, but what I say doesn't really change mm-hmm. or the reason I say it doesn't really change. That's right. It's just a different container that's for right. the juice that's mm-hmm. going to come out. And so you can actually be excited when mm-hmm. different strategies come out. Cause you're not leaning on a strategy. You're mm-hmm. not like, crap, I just learned reels. Or like, I finally got traction in stories. Like that's all great. And we are all for you going hard. Mm-hmm. What we are not for is you being scared. Right. Of, of the container because your skills are lacking. Because if you rely or you get excited about a certain strategy, that is the the chances that you're leaning on that too much exactly when you right. really could have an, an a transferable skill that you can use in person online um in something so random as clubhouse or maybe you want to start a podcast it works it's transferable that's right and that is priceless truly that's exactly right and if you've been watching people do tiktok and get on clubhouse and you think man i could never do that like i feel so safe on facebook or i feel so safe on instagram that is not a platform thing that is a transferable skill problem that kat's talking about and guide culture is that skill Mm -hmm. i mean it's life-changing it It really it is so life-changing and this eight-week program it is going to be so huge because you get those eight weeks of lab and and that lab time is where you get to practice and role play so it is in your subconscious so it does become automatic so Mm -hmm. you're not scrambling thinking oh what do i post how does this work how are people going to connect you are going to know Uh, So you have this weekly labs. Don't forget guide culture is a 30 plus year proven method. Yeah. Just sucked up into one training. Crazy. You could absolutely try to piece all this, you know, sales information together by reading all the books and doing all the things. Because it's timeless information. It's timeless. This is, this is the one thing that doesn't change is people, communication, Mm -hmm. the the strategies and whatever that's going to change all day long. 
But this does not change. And when you have this in your back pocket, oh my gosh, it is going to give you a track to run on in, in all parts of your life, not mm. just in your business. That's so cool. You're going to get a workbook mailed to you. you uh, we have a new technique accelerator that's a new yep. part of this guide culture. You get that ongoing support in the Facebook group. So the technique accelerator specifically, mm-hmm. it's actually through Google Drive. And mm-hmm. so what it is, is your ability to apply the information to your thing, yeah. your product, your service, your creations, your ideas, your beliefs that you want to sell to a team, whatever you want to quote sell or get people to buy into, this is your place to log it forever. We're calling yeah. it like your living workbook mm-hmm. because you have a paper one mailed to you. Then you mm-hmm. also have this one that's for life. And yeah. that's really cool. Um, as you really evolve over your eight mm-hmm. weeks and you know, beyond because exactly it really right. is a lifetime skill. Yeah. The, the work, the way the workbooks are kind of laid out is the workbook that's mailed to you is really meant for the first four weeks where you learn it almost like a science, like you get your nursing degree kind mm-hmm. of, yep. you know? Um, and then you go and you go practice being a nurse in the hospital. That's what happens with your technique accelerator in your last four yep. weeks yep. in the wild. So it's to help you just learn it better. Uh, lifetime access. And also there's a guide culture graduate private podcast it is, this is a incredibly amazing Our question uh, that has, has been asked and, you know, you could kind of ask this too for your people is how can we make their life easier? Yeah. How can we meet them where they are more? And people really are on the go. They're maybe not in the car as much, but you mm-hmm. know, people are walking their kids, mm-hmm. getting ready for stuff, whatever. So you can listen to the podcast mm-hmm. on your own time yeah. uh, once you graduate, just to keep the skills in your head. That's exactly right. And, you know, last time when we opened for the first time for the quarter, mm-hmm. we had uh, like 115 spots that filled in a couple of days. Um, and this time, you know, remember we said we have less availability, it's a longer program, all of that stuff. We have uh, 21 spots are actually already gone, and that means only 79 are available, and there's over 400 people on the wait list this time. So when sales open at 3.30 p.m. Eastern time, I just want to encourage you, if you're listening to this live on January the 19th of 2021, just put it in your phone at 3.30. We'll link the the sales stuff that you need in the show notes and be ready to grab your spot. If this has been something that you're on the fence about and you've just been pulled towards it, you've been listening for a while, this is for you. Yeah, and the price of the program, in case you're wondering, is thirty eight ninety seven. Mm-hmm. So you get eight weeks for thirty eight ninety seven. Yeah, and you can break that up into three payments oh, as yes. well. Yep, exactly. Yeah. So like I said, 3.30 p.m. Eastern time, set your alarm. This is going to be so game changing for you. If you are needing to get back in that momentum, uh, if you're feeling a little bit stuck, you're feeling like you don't know, uh, you know what direction to turn, you need to pivot, you need some clarity. Having this method and having the communication skills that no matter where you go, it's going to connect with people. Mm-hmm. It's going to be huge for you. Yeah. If you have any questions, uh, you know, and you just want to save time and make sure it's a good fit you're welcome to dm either cat or myself or the guide culture instagram and we will kind of help decipher and make sure it's a good fit uh if not we will see you in guide culture we start january the 29th right january 29th is when it starts we're gonna be in labs this time oh yeah we are we've been in labs a lot but we're we're really in it this time and Mm -hmm. we are so so excited and like i said grab your seat so we can go ahead and get all the stuff in the mail to you it can be at your door at the right time and we can get started it's gonna be awesome yep can't wait thanks for listening we've loved being with you yep thank you so much for listening and we hope this episode encouraged you in your journey 
Come join us over at the Winner's Circle Facebook group of online entrepreneurs who are winning the game of life. The link is down in the show notes. We'll see you there.